Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Welcome back to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset podcast with me, Johnny Pardo. Today, I have a guest with me. I welcome back Glenn, where we're going to be talking about self-confidence and exercise. So welcome back, Glenn. Good to be here, Johnny. Good to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. And I'm always very keen to talk about health because without it, we can't do anything, of course. Uh, and our lives aren't going to have as good a quality as they could if we're if they as if they had a lot of health and energy backing them to support us. So Glenn is helping high performance professionals achieve higher performance with what he's doing, use utilizing his tools in health with his coaching and consulting. And he has a blueprint that we've been talking about on previous podcasts, and you can go back and find those episodes as well. It's called the response blueprint. And today we're going to be talking about the E in the response blueprint. So the second letter, and that is exercise. So Glenn, tell us, although it may sound obvious, tell us a little bit about what the exercise element of the response blueprint means to you and how it can help people. Certainly. So the response blueprint as a whole is an holistic approach to take people to high performance. And I know in our last episode, we touched on rejuvenation, which is the R of response. And then we move on to exercise. And what exercise means for myself and my clients is really giving them the right forms of movement to enhance their performance levels, to take them through a process where everything goes up and it builds confidence, it builds self-esteem, and it really takes them to the levels that they need to get to rather than a punishing regime that sometimes exercise can become. Yeah, absolutely. And and kind of is that was going to be one of my questions to begin with, but you said uh, about, oh, they feel like it's sort of punishing them uh, rather than enjoying them. So what would you say to someone who perhaps sees exercise as a bit of a chore? It's not fun, it, it's hard work how they can enjoy it a little bit more? That's a great starting question, Johnny. Um, A lot of the things I deal with when a client first comes to me is to find out when it comes to exercise is just what do you enjoy? What do you love? What What do you enjoy doing? And so long as they don't say sitting on the sofa, eating Doritos, (laughs) watching Netflix, you know, we start to move in a good place. And just in a conversation, you'll generally find this. They say, oh, well, I love walking my dog. Or, you know, the other end of the spectrum, I love Ironman. I love triathlon. I love CrossFit. I love swimming. I love tennis. I love cricket. There's so many forms of movement and that's what we normally identify is when people are looking to exercise weirdly in their brain they tend to go to the things they don't enjoy doing rather than the things that they do enjoy doing so sometimes it's just a mindset shift because all of those things are forms of exercise yeah absolutely and i i can think back in an example or two in in my life now me i i quite like running i quite like playing football in fact i've just uh, been for a run as i was, I was telling you um, and I do like getting out, going running around the harbour side where I live, uh, perhaps riding into the woods, being with nature. That, that's kind of for me. Uh, I don't particularly like lifting heavy weights. 
I'm, I'm, you know, I, I've not been bad actually. It's not when I did do a bit of weightlifting when I was younger, it was something I wasn't bad at at all. Actually, I was, I did quite good, but it's something that I don't particularly enjoy. And I can remember joining certain fitness challenges in more recent years and getting like a two hour workout routine. And it, it was like all these weight exercises and definitely you could get the benefits from it. There's no doubt about that. And people were getting tremendous benefits and I was experiencing it, but it wasn't sustainable. It wasn't, it wasn't lasting because I just, my brain would just get to this point. It's like thinking about all the things it had to do and it didn't enjoy it anymore. So would you say another point about exercise is to try and keep it simple as well? Yeah, so I always recommend to my clients that they work on what I call a graduated exercise program. Mm. So it's keeping it very simple to start with. And often, even with my high performing clients that maybe are doing high levels of exercise, maybe they're doing triathlons. If there are other things at play that are maybe detrimental to the health, maybe they're not in the best health, even though they're still pushing their body to do these triathlons, these Ironman events, or just in their professional lives. Uh, maybe they're traders or they're lawyers and they're working crazy hours and then they're still going to the gym at one, two in the morning. Quite often it is just pulling the back, which isn't always the easiest thing to do because, you know, high achievers, we like pushing ourselves. Mm. But to get long-term results, it is about taking it back to basics. It's about saying, okay, look, I know you're in this place now, but if you want to get better, sometimes you need to like take your foot just off the gas a little bit and maybe change a path before you put your foot down again. Yeah, certainly just like calming it down a little bit, a uh, little bit easier uh, for us. So in terms of yourself, do you, I mean, do you exercise every day? I assume just, I, I guess it'd be different intensities, but uh, I assume that's something you might just include little bits in your day. Yeah, so it's actually a really interesting one. It's a very good question for where I am now. Mm. I am now in my mid-40s, so my body composition is changing slightly, my, my metabolism is changing slightly. So you were talking about lifting weights earlier. Mm. Um, predominantly, my main exercise has been yoga, um, hot yoga, ashtanga, all different styles. However, as I move from 45 into my 50s, this year I'm starting to gravitate more back towards weights um, to put on some muscle mass. As I move into my 50s, it's very important as men, we, we carry a little bit more muscle mass for longevity reasons. So my exercise is actually changing up quite a bit this year. I'm taking up some different sports, um, moving away i would still do yoga and i'll do yoga a few times a week for stretching and also some strength work but incorporating some more heavy lifting and different things into my program which is what's important you have to know where we are at different stages of our life and indeed what the outcome that we want is and then adjust what we do accordingly yeah that's uh it's very true looking at the outcome and that that was something i was going to ask you about um do you do you encourage people we, we've talked a little bit about you know looking asking what do you enjoy and trying to incorporate that trying to keep it simple those kind of points but do you do you encourage or would you encourage someone to 
create a plan or be spontaneous or perhaps a little bit of a mixture with their exercise? I wouldn't 100%. I mean, look, I'm a coach myself, so mm. I'm very, very biased point of view. Um, but I 100% put so much value on coaching. And in the space of exercise, I think getting a personalized plan from a high quality professional trainer, personal trainer is really invaluable because they're going to look at exactly where you are, look at where you want to go. They're going to look, they're going to be able to look at your structure, your metabolism, your body type and design a program specifically for you. And as someone we both know says, if you want to go further, faster coaching, there is no better way than getting professional coaching. Very true. Very true. Um, so in terms of inside and outside exercise, <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> choking up there. Um, so inside and outside exercise, do you, I mean, there's some exercises like you go to the gym, uh, obviously that's going to be inside, although there are obviously out, outside uh, beach gyms, not necessarily in our country, but <laughs> some places. <laughs> but if you think about it, there's, you know, quite a lot of exercise indoors, or maybe you're doing squash or something like that. Maybe it's yoga. Yoga can be done outside. But do you, do you encourage people to mix up the inside and outside exercise? Or do you think it kind of, matters which one yeah i think that's a great question especially in the mornings there's research just coming out i was listening to a podcast from human lab a couple of mm. weeks ago really really interesting um and actually it's to do with sleep but it's also to do with performance levels and enhancing workplace um but one of the things he was saying that in the mornings it's very important to get natural light into the retinas of your eyes uh to help start melatonin production for later in the day to be able to get to sleep so, yeah, in an ideal world, I think if you can get outside for your workout in the mornings, that is just the perfect way to start. As we go through the day, um, if we're working out at night, again, being under harsh white lights in some kind of gyms, uh, maybe not the best idea, try and get into lower light levels. So and also not exercising. Again, this is body type dependent, um, but not exercising too heavy at nights for some people, like a thinner body type, like a Vata body type. Um, I would recommend not going too heavy on the exercise as we get later into the day. It's quite important. I mean, myself, I'm quite light on the um, in the muscles. I would say, best time for me to work out is mid to early afternoon if that that can work because early in the morning i don't burn myself out too much and late at night i'm winding down okay no that's uh it's, again it comes back to the awareness and what's specific to you and being being aware of that but um when when you're kind of like working out but i like what you're saying generally you know in the general perspective that you want to try and get some uh, light in as early as possible and and just I'd... move as early as possible i think i mean mm. just something like jumping on a rebound if you can't get outside you know put a rebounder by the window and just get the lymph moving by being on oh, a rebounder yeah. for 10 minutes just with some light if you can open the window even better and just do that <laughs> you got on there yeah it's right behind me there you go <laughs> 
Oh, fantastic. Look at that. <laughs> Wasn't even planned. <laughs> now, if you're listening, I'll just, uh, we're just looking at the rebounder behind me in this, uh, this room. So, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of what you say about getting the lymphatic system going, um, getting, getting some of that, uh, getting some of the waste out as possible um, alongside drinking the lemon water and everything. Obviously we're talking more about the exercise now, but yeah, I like that. And uh, even sort of going for a walk outside is, is good, right? Yeah. So going for a walk, I mean, I think most of your listeners will have heard of the 10,000 steps, which yes. is, you know, you should be getting 10,000 steps in a day. There's an interesting story behind that. It was actually a Chinese company that made that up when they released a pedometer and they could only get it to record 10,000. So that's actually where the 10,000 steps <laughs> comes from. Um, uh, but it is actually a pretty, it's a pretty rounded number. I always say, again, dependent on my client, anywhere between seven and a half to 10,000 plus day, steps a day is a really good thing to aim for just to keep. And these days your phones do it, your watches do it, you know, everything records your steps. If nothing else, Again, we're talking about getting outside. If it just gets you outside into nature or just into daylight a few times a day to walk around the block, that's got so, so much benefits. Just work, again, getting you away from a screen, a computer, or just the stress of your work. Yeah, yeah, very, very true. I like to go for a walk with my podcast in the morning, uh, listening to a podcast, not necessarily mine, but someone else's uh, in the morning. So that's always good. Fun. Why would anyone listen to any other podcast but yours, Johnny? Yeah, <laughs> you've heard it here, right? So, <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, getting out, getting out, getting, um, getting some light in your system as early as possible. So uh, definitely support that. You know, sometimes difficult if it's raining or that's nicer weather at the moment-ish. But yeah, definitely definitely try and get moving as soon as possible so in terms of like team sports and things like that do you I mean do you encourage people to do that or again is it personal preference again it's personal preference I think it's great just from a social factor mm. um, you know we are social beings as humans and there's two things. It's just being in a team sport is yeah. really good. That camaraderie. I know yourself as a football player, mm -hmm. you know, it's great being part of a team and playing and the, the pre during and post team spirit is really important, but also a bit of healthy competition never actually does any harm. And I think team sports do create good, healthy competition. Yeah. that's very, very true. Um, in terms of that, although, kind of linked link to that obviously the competition's good and then you get people around you as well I know we're all, all different uh some of us really love thrive of our social lives and some some don't so much uh but yeah again it's you know that interaction which really really helps so in terms of one question I, I was thinking whether it is a team sport or whether you're in the gym with your mate or whatever is some of us can get into this this comparison mode a little bit sometimes like oh, so-and-so can lift this, or they're thinking in their head, oh, they can lift a lot more than me. Um, uh, they beat my time uh, on the part run or whatever. Uh, and then we get into that negative side of the, the comparison. So what kind of guidance would you give someone who, who kind of gets into that comparison trap? It's like you're inside my head, Johnny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think we all fall for that. And especially if we're talking about exercise related to confidence and self-esteem, mm. it's really important to realize 
that we're not in competition with anybody else but ourselves. Um, even if there's somebody across the pitch from us, across the net from us, that we are actually, you know, we're in a game against. I've listened to quite a lot of high-performing sports people, um, the Michael Jordans, the um, really top-level Kobe Bryants, and they all say the same thing. When they step on that pitch, they are competing with themselves. They're not competing with anybody else on that. They're out there to do the best that they can do. Um, and th that's really where I try and come from. And I must admit, personally, I do fail at that quite a lot. I do compare myself to other people. If I'm in a competitive environment, I am always wanting to, I'm a very competitive person by nature. Uh, you know, I, I want to be up there if, if not. As I get older, I, I'm now aware that I can't be number one, but I still like to be in like two, three, four, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, and that's something that's a continual process for me is to realize do you know what if I achieve a PB that's much better than anybody else that may be lifting more than me in the gym or in a yoga studio that can go from a handstand into another arm balance and make that transition look effortless while I'm flailing around like a bit of an idiot yeah no, no, no that's good competing against yourself very true it's it's interesting when I was in my early 20s I'd be like I, I did a bit of athletics and I, I took on some sprinting for uh, improving my football and, you know, my speed and stuff like that. And I wasn't, I wasn't bad. I wasn't by any means a slouch, but I wasn't, I wasn't going to the nationals anytime soon, put it that way. Um, and I, I remember just like, if I got like close or even beat a PB, it'd be like, oh, great. But I look at someone else and be like, they've run like 11.5 or whatever for the hundred meters. I was like, why have I not hit that? And it's just, it's a, that can kind of take the the fun, the enjoyment out of it a little bit. So it's always That's good to compete good against yourself. So it's so true. But yet when I was in a yoga studio and I tried that and I'd just be, you know, see some expert woman who was done it for years or whatever, and she could do these shapes. I was just like, meh. So it's quite interesting. That's the thing, isn't it? That's the interesting thing. And then you walk out of the yoga studio and you don't go back in. Um, whereas actually yoga again, even if it's not your predominant form of exercise, it's something that I really say to all my clients, you know, just do some yoga or some agoscue. Yes, morning. Is, yeah. Morning routine. Just, Love morning it. routine. It's just, they're just stretches like you can do dependent on your, on your body type that just gets your body moving, gets everything aligned. And that really is, that is as important, if more, not more important than, let's say, hitting a PB, just making sure your body is aligned and ready for the day. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up Agoscu and yoga. I know we've mentioned yoga a couple of times here, but Agoscu is something I, that since uh, I discovered it, been using it quite a lot of most of my mornings. Uh, but it gives me that, it also gives me that sense of, like, achievement of, I've done something good to start the day. And actually that subtle alignment change that it you know it produces slowly over time and getting your getting yourself more straight so you're not gonna have any aches or pains further down the line but it also gives you that that more sense of confidence from actually just changing your physiology slightly just these tiny little movements um because as we know when you you can change your physiology and that'll change your confidence so I don't know about you, but do you feel a sense of confidence when you do things like yoga and Nagoski? Completely. I mean, 
you've hit the nail on the head. I think when you do these alignment exercises, it's got nothing to do with what you've done, let's say from a performance perspective, but just changing your physiology slightly um, just completely changes. Well, it all stems from really, if you change your physically correctly with something like a Goscu, you're opening your breath up. So all of a sudden you can breathe properly. You know, you, you can breathe into your front, into your chest, into your side ribs, into your back. And that in itself is just going to, with that full oxygen inhalation, it's going to improve your confidence. You're going to feel better. Oh, I'm so glad you brought up the uh, the oxygen point as well, because the way you breathe, and I know we're probably going to this in another point of the response blueprint, but yeah, the way you breathe, again, it affects your, your stress, your anxiety as well. Um, I mean, I've had to do it recently. I <laughs> was like, I was on a high deadline. I was like, well, I'm going a bit fast here. Let's do some breathing exercises, Jolly. And then you're like, okay, calm again. Okay, focus, centered, let's go again. So we're all human. We can all go into those unresourceful states. None of us going to sit here and say we never get in any of them. Uh, the, the top achievers out there get into those unresourceful states, but snap back very quickly. But yeah, breathing for me is something that really, really helps change it. And I'm glad you mentioned just the link there. We've got like something like yoga or Goscu changes that physiology, like even a slight, you can't see, obviously, if you're listening, you can't quite uh, see what I'm doing, but I'm kind of just moving my physiology slightly but allowing uh you know more oxygen in and then changing how you feel so yeah it's shoulders coming down inhaling into the tummy bring it up into the chest letting the side ribs come out a little bit even into the back and it just changed the changes the whole torso of the body allowing more oxygen to get in which just from a posture point of view but also then a breath point of view is going to make you more relaxed but it's also going to make you more confident it's going to release the relaxation will release certain hormones that's going to actually make you more confident so there's actually science behind this as well and not just kind of like you know like the warrior pose that you see yeah. talked about yeah yeah good one love that so in terms of um exercising again it's it kind of depends where you're at like you, you see a professional athlete or is going to exercise an awful lot more um, uh, then, you know, someone who's really wanting to start a diet plan and perhaps get, get themselves more into shape and they've not really done much exercise, but what, what you're saying today is kind of find something you enjoy and try and keep it simple as much as possible. Yeah. I, my advice to all of your listeners that are thinking about this, that even if you already have an exercise plan is, mm. is go back, look at the outcome that you want to do start simple you know don't go too hard too fast it's just a recipe to injury um and ideally work with a professional that can help you put a plan together that's going to support you to your end goal because everyone's goals are different and actually the professional you work with should be specifically related to that goal so you know if i wanted to so for me personally that's wanting to put on muscle mass this year I will go to a very different personal trainer than if I wanted to run a marathon. Yeah, very true. I, I like what you brought it back to. And this isn't just exercise, this applies to everything I talk about, but it's what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> what are you looking to do? What's the outcome again, rather than what do you have to do? Because then you're 
activities, your plans need to align to that. So yeah. um, I'm glad you reminded us of the being very clear on the outcome again. Uh, that That's a good point, Glenn. Um, and then probably something to also mention, which is akin to exercise, is making sure you actually get enough downtime from that as well. You get enough rest days in. Yes. You know, you're doing things to be able to let your body build up again rather than be catabolic or rather than, you know, the breakdown that occurs when we lift weights or we run, you know, you're giving the body time to rest and build back up, taking good supplements like magnesium to help, you know, you just that repair state or collagens and proteins to help the build state. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um, there's lots. Of, and again, the health professional could help you with that. Yes. Um, uh, but yeah, if you, <laughs> If you, you know, if you're, if you're thinking about doing that, I mean, you need energy, energy is everything. Uh, you need your energy and your health. So definitely important points that we forget about it. So, yeah. and then we spend our time on other things that are exhausting us. So, and that's, that's exactly what you're saying there, Johnny. It's a great point to just say is exercise is supposed to give us energy. It's supposed to give us more energy. It's not supposed to make us feel exhausted. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, and, and also another point you said was don't hit too hard too soon. Like that that's the classic New Year's revolution thing, isn't it? It's the right, I'm gonna go to the gym every day for two hours or whatever. <laughs> it's like I when did you go to the gym last? Three months ago. Okay, maybe as a it's uh you know, it's it's being sensible of it, knowing what you want, getting getting professional uh guidance, coaching where possible, and yeah, just being clear on it. So Glenn, uh, really enjoyed our conversation on this really important area of your whole um, health response blueprint uh, and talking about exercise. Are there any other final points that you would mention just before we uh, round off today that perhaps we haven't covered? We've covered the majority of the thing. I think probably just to round off with, I would say, oh, actually a really good tip that I don't think we've touched on is something that I call micro workouts. Um, for those of us, I know a lot of us have been working at home, a lot of us still are, but even if you're in an office, is for me personally, I keep a kettlebell just at my office at my desk. Um, and every time I get up, it's right in the middle of my floor, I can pick it up and I can just do a swing or a curl or just something. And it won't be many, it'll be two or three, um, and then with stairs, like if I'm going up to my stairs, I make sure that, you know, I'm being very purposeful when I'm climbing my stairs. These little micro workouts can really add up over time during the day. And I think it's a really good thing to add in, especially as it just helps us, especially for those that sit at a desk all the time. It just breaks that sitting. Love it. Yeah. Micro workouts. Love it. So don't have to be complicated, but it's something to get your body working and your your mind working as well. Keep your mind and body intact as well. So great, great point, uh, Glenn. So thank you so much for all the uh, value you've given to, to us today, as always. Uh, once again, just a reminder, where can people find you or reach out to you if they want to? The website where people can find out more about me is thrivethroughlife.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and Instagram is always a good place to find me. And that is at thrivethroughlife. If you've got any questions, feel free to send me a DM on there. I'm pretty active and I will get back to you. Awesome. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, Glenn's pages are full of value. So definitely reach out to him and check it out. So once again, a massive thank you, Glenn, for coming on the show. My pleasure.
Awesome. All right. So that concludes our episode for today. But remember, work on your self-confidence every single day.